In this mini episode of The Agile Academic, I introduce the podcast, myself, and what's to come this season. So in this mini episode, I thought I'd tell you a little bit about myself, the concept of the show, and even tease some moments with guests in the first eight episodes coming this spring. I've been wanting to do a podcast for a while, but it was actually the pandemic that spurred me to make it happen. I'm usually pretty introverted when it comes to reaching out to people I don't know very well, or even at all, but that became standard practice once many of us started working from home. I found myself reaching out to people I'd connected with on Twitter and other internet groups just to schedule chats to break up the day and meet someone face-to-face. So I'm having these really interesting conversations, and I realized that that was the podcast, telling stories with women in and around higher education. Some faculty, some are administrators, some are outside of traditional academia, and some have left academia altogether. Each has their own unique story to tell about their relationship to higher ed, what drives them, what excites them, what drains them, and what inspires them. My goal for the show is to interview 100 inspiring women about their experiences pursuing purpose, compassion, connection, and balance in the academy and beyond. Why purpose, compassion, connection, and balance? That takes us a little bit into my own story. I taught writing, professional communication, and rhetoric to undergraduates for 17 years, including five years as a graduate instructor of record during my PhD program. Out of grad school, I landed my dream job at a medium-sized, private, liberal arts-focused institution where I eventually earned tenure. It was the perfect job. Until it wasn't. I was a productive faculty member. Good teaching, good evals, good publications, including a few books, and a good scholarly reputation. I loved teaching, did quite a bit of service, and tried to keep up my research agenda as well. But eventually, I pushed myself over a cliff of overwork and into a deep period of burnout. It took me three years and a few major life changes to get over that. So where does this focus on purpose, compassion, connection, and balance come from? They're the four aspects of my life and work that helped me to overcome burnout. I'm writing about it now in a book about burnout and women faculty. In interviewing and doing research for that book, I've realized how important these four pillars are to shaping our professional and personal well-being. Like I said, that's the point of the podcast. I'll interview 100 inspiring women about their experiences with pursuing purpose, compassion, connection, and balance in and around higher ed. What can you expect from this first season? Every Tuesday in this eight-episode season, you can expect a new interview with an agile academic woman from all walks of life across and adjacent to higher ed. We'll talk about our stories, compare notes, share insights, and have a laugh. We talk about teaching, writing, researching, service, and generally living as a human in higher ed. Who will I be talking to you, you ask? Here's some hints. The word higher in higher education, it it does mean something to me. And, you know, I I know we might touch on purpose, the topic of purpose today. Um, I think sometimes I feel like we've lost our way a bit in higher ed, and I wish we talked more about what are we doing here? What is our why? Uh, What is our purpose as higher educators? What does the word higher mean to us? For me, in part, it means helping our students to become happier, healthier, more fulfilled people. For like three or four weeks, I noticed I'm like, I I go to bed, doesn't matter when I go to bed, I somehow wound up with like between four or five hours of sleep. I'm like, this is not, no, this is not where we live. 
And I realized that the, that, that was a way that anxiety had reappeared in my life. Like it was really undermining sleep. I actually had to yell at my brain and say, I'm not working at two 30 in the morning. I'm tired. I'm t- the body, my body, mind, and soul need to sleep. I think it's very cool that we're all, we're close in age, but we're not all the same age. We're close in where we are in our careers, but not exactly the same place in our careers. And so every time someone has a question, there's a, there's a balanced perspective that comes from being close to people who are not in your institution. Because there's a, a, an objectivity in the sounding board that you may not get from the connections you have at your own institution, which are also important. But, but for me, that, that balanced perspective, we're, we're just as likely to cheer each other on as we are to say, you know, maybe your dean has a point or <laughs> maybe that student had something else going on. Those, those kinds of a safe place where people can kind of tell you to check yourself, but it's not the end of a relationship. It doesn't mean you're a terrible professor that kind of balance, I think there's something really beautiful about being able to talk to people who aren't at your institution. I hope you'll join me for each of these wonderful conversations. For episode one, I chat with three of the most influential women in my life and career over the last 10 years. I couldn't imagine kicking off the podcast with anyone else. Can't wait to share that first episode with you. Thanks for joining me on the Agile Academic Podcast. More soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Agile Academic Podcast for women in higher ed. To make sure you don't miss an episode, follow the show on Apple and Google podcasting apps and bookmark the show page where you'll find show notes and a transcript with each episode. You'll find the show at rebeccapopebrewark.com slash podcast. Take care and stay well.